Hey, hey, sisters, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I want to share with you guys an important message today about motherhood, about your purposes as a mother, but also the mindset of a mother. We all have these moments of chaos and stresses and frustration and overwhelm in motherhood. But in looking at the overarching theme of motherhood, are you seeing it as a joy or a burden? Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. seasons in life where motherhood has been seen as a burden for me, almost a distraction or um, maybe even just this source of chaos and overwhelm in my life. It's become a place where I've lacked confidence and I felt like not equipped, but also felt like a bad mom. I think we've all been in these seasons, right? And I know these moments where I've got a newborn and a toddler and the newborn's crying for food and the toddler's fighting with the dog and the dog's fighting back to the toddler and um, just these sheer moments of chaos or those moments where we're trying to get out of the house to get to something, an event or whatever, to church on Sunday morning, for example, and we're running late and a lot of times it's already started before we've even gotten out of the house, but This leaving the home with multiple kids has been a source of chaos and frustration and overwhelm in my life at times. And and then these other times when I'm trying to work on a project or get something done in my business or hold a phone call conversation with someone and my children are just not cooperating, right? We maybe all have had those moments where we've hit record on a voice message or maybe even a podcast. Um... Or we go to record a training and like the kids just want to jump up in your face and like scream and make noise the moment you hit record. 
I think these are all some pretty common scenarios that we have a tendency to face in motherhood. And I think those moments, um, the more frequently they are, they occur, um, they can cause us to fall into this motherhood mindset of motherhood being a burden. In addition to that, I think culture really has this take or this idea that that children are a burden and it's no joke. Like it's a lot. Motherhood and parenting is arguably the most difficult thing I've done in my life because it requires discipline. It requires consistency. It requires um, a sacrifice and, and a laying down of yourself a lot of times, whether it's your desires or your body or different things of that nature. Um, but I, I do believe this belief that culture holds that that children ruin your life or become this big inconvenience to your life or whatever else um, can also carry a weight and a burden of its own. And if we're choosing to focus on that, if we're continuing to look from that perspective, from that mindset, it can produce a lot more chaos and frustration and overwhelm in our lives. But I think taking this perspective and shifting it to one of joy in motherhood, choosing joy, like that um, king and country song, I choose joy, let it move you. I just really like that song. Sorry for those of you who think my singing is terrible and have to hear it here on the podcast. But um, I love that song. And just like, it's such a great reminder that we do have the ability in all circumstances to choose joy. And in choosing joy, I think sometimes it really takes an opportunity to rest in joy, to create that space. And so I want to share a little example um, from my life recently with you guys, and then a few scriptures and what I call the motherhood commission to encourage you guys to take this burden and cast it at the Lord's feet and instead choose joy for your motherhood journey. And you all know I'm a business owner. I have this podcast. We put out two episodes a week and I lead challenges and have courses online and clients and, you know, one-on-one clients, group coaching clients. Um, I'm a woman with multiple hats, right? A busy woman, arguably. This podcast is for busy Christian women. So many of you, I assume, are a lot like me. You are a multi-passionate woman who has motherhood, but also many other things going on at any given time, whether that's a business or a ministry or serving your community or whatever else, right? Maybe even a day job. But what I've noticed in my own life is a lot of what I'm feeling inside, what I'm experiencing in my life and in my motherhood journey can very easily correlate to what I'm focusing on. And I've gone through a season, honestly, the last year of my life has been very heavily focused on business, right? I launched the podcast a little bit more than a year ago. I've been um, serving multiple, like several clients at a time um, through my business. I started launching courses. I created my planner and released that. And so just a lot of business focus. I joined into a mastermind and purchased courses to walk through myself and 
and just so much. And I've had this very heavily business focus season in my life and I don't regret it by any means. Like I, I truly believe what I'm doing is what God has created and called me to do in this season of my life. And I see the results in my clients and it just lights me up and um, glory to God for, for the way he shows up in this space. Right. But when I look sometimes on social media or listen to podcasts, even at times, and I, I focus on what other people are doing, or I look out at the world and see what other people are doing. Sometimes I can get caught in this rat race or this hustle and this need to do more or to show up more or to do different projects or things for my business. And there's been times where I've gotten caught up in it, right? I've gotten um, swept away by all these other things of what other people are doing or even um, a mastermind that I was in. I recognized after the fact that I think it caused me to take a lot of actions that weren't from a place of peace, a place from the Lord's calling, right? And this is, you know, I'm getting into a little, a little bit of businessy stuff here. Um, but I think this applies across the board. Even sometimes in our communities, we can get caught up in what other people are doing. And even in our mom circles, we can get caught up in what other people are doing. And if she can do that, then, then I could do that, or I should be doing that. And, um, and I think that was a space that, that I was partially in, right? I'm not saying everything that I was doing was just, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses or what other people were doing, but it was just really heavily where my focus was. My focus wasn't in my home. My focus wasn't on my son so much because I was in this heavy business season. And I will say that through that season, I had more of a tendency to be overwhelmed or to feel frustrated or to feel like my child was the distraction from my work. And it caused me to feel more in this burden mindset of whether my child's a burden to me or I'm even a burden to my child. I have that perspective at times that I'm not the best for him because I am so focused on other things right now. And so the Lord just brought a lot of perspective and a lot of um, conviction, but also just like peace and freedom from all of that. And we've had a lot of sweet moments lately. I don't know if I've shared the testimony on here about how back in February, the Lord really spoke over me that um, the end of August, beginning of September was going to be a switch in my seasons of life, that it was going to be transitioning to a season of rest and a season of family. And little did I know we were going to be chosen um, to be parents for the sweetest, the, you know, the other sweetest little boy on the planet, because I think I'd truly do have two of them, two of the sweetest boys on the planet. Um, but it's just been so wonderful to see God's hand over all of this. So I've, I've known for some time and just trusted in that kind of vision that the Lord gave me that that's what this season was going to be for. And I've held fast to that through some of the tough, um, tougher parts of the heavy business season. But there's been multiple times in the last few months that my toddler has just needed a hug or he's woken up early. And in times of the past, I used to get really frustrated with this. Like, no, I'm trying to record a podcast. I'm trying to record this training video. I'm trying to do my God time. Like, yeah, even in my time with God, I've gotten frustrated with my toddler for waking up and just interjecting himself into that. 
And there have been some tough mornings because I rise early, y'all. I rise 4.30, 5am to focus on my God time, my own time, my business time. And I don't like I had this belief in it. I do not wake up early to take care of my children. I wake up early for me. Um, And so we've had some really tough mornings in the past when I just felt like I was being inconvenienced by his disturbance of sleep or whatever. Gosh, I sound like a horrible person sometimes, but I think it's something you all can relate to as well, which is why I share. Uh, But some mornings recently, we have been able to just sit in this sweetness and I've been able to just rock him in the glider in his room and sing him songs and just have this sweet connection, these hugs and these really sweet moments that honestly, y'all, we haven't had in in probably over a year, maybe even more because he was going through this, you know, exploring toddlerhood and independence and he's a little rough and tough boy and doesn't want to cuddle and stuff like that. And so I have been so incredibly grateful for these moments and the Lord has just really met me there and shown me just how much of a joy, truly a joy motherhood is and reminding me that it is the greatest blessing in my life and in these sweet moments where I'm just able to tune out the world and focus on my son focus on my boys each one of them both of them together to focus on my family to turn off my phone to turn off the computer to just sit in the present moment is truly 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 such a blessing in life. So I want to encourage you that if you are feeling like motherhood maybe has been a burden or a source of frustration or chaos or overwhelm in your life, I really want to encourage you to ask the question, where is my focus? And I don't think it's wrong to have seasonal focus, right? Your focus for a season might be in business or in ministry or serving a family member or a friend who's going through crisis. And none of those things are wrong, right? At the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, we're all still mothers. But I think a lot of it comes back to checking in of what's going on with us. And if our focus is not on our family, then our family is not going to be what's flourishing. But sitting in that present moment is just so incredibly rewarding. And so I want to leave you guys with a couple of scripture verses and then talk a little bit about the motherhood commission today. Um, because I truly believe that that motherhood, I know in my life, it has been a catalyst for so much goodness, so much growth. It's, it's brought me like full fledged into the sanctification journey with the Lord. But, um, I believe it's something that we are all, if you're a mom, you have been called to this. And just like we have the great commission where we all, we all are familiar with this Matthew 28, 19 and 20, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I just love that. Christ is giving us a command in this, but he's reminding us that he is with us. And I think in addition to this motherhood or this great commission that applies to all believers, we have the motherhood commission. 
And I've taken that from Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. You could even call it the parenting commission. And it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words, which I am commanding you today, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates and it continues on to all these other places, right? But this is just such a reminder that we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart and our soul and our might. And we're to live this out. We are to teach this diligently to our sons. So similar to the Great Commission, we have this commission inside of our homes to also make disciples. And I think this is such a powerful thing and a powerful perspective to have and to hold and to keep as you are mothering because everything that we are doing is showing our children an example of what it's like to do life and to do life with the Lord. And going back to this children are a blessing. I want to talk about Psalm 127, three through five. Uh, and it says, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. Some translations say a blessing from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. And I love this. Psalm 127.4, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, we have that actually on some shirts that we um, put out for our adoption fundraiser. So Bonfire, Journey to be Three, I've got links. I'll drop in the show notes. Um, if that's one that really speaks to you, because it's always been one that really speaks to me and such a reminder that children are a blessing, but also like our children will go out into the world. And the motherhood commission reminds me so much of that, that we are to be making disciples of them so that they can go out in the world and fulfill the great commission on their own and making disciples. And then I want to leave you with this one. And it's just a really great reminder for me. Third John 1, 4, I have no greater joy than to hear my children are walking in the truth. And I think so much of this comes back to this idea and this belief that we are choosing joy, that we are choosing to fulfill the motherhood commission, that we are choosing to remember that our children are truly a blessing from the Lord. And if we are in these moments of chaos and overwhelm and frustration to stop and check where our focus is and to bring ourselves to the present moment of just sitting with our little ones with the Lord. God bless you, sisters.